Welcome to Chowder and Grits, the podcast for Virginia Tech and ACC Sports. I'm Justin Cochola alongside Tim Hurth. It is Wednesday, August 31st, and week one of the college football season is rapidly approaching. Two days till kickoff when the Virginia Tech Hokies take on the Old Dominion University Monarchs in Norfolk. Uh, it'll be Brent Pry against his long-lost buddy, Ricky Ronnie. But before we jump into that, Tim, what's going on? Just watching the Braves play here down 3-2 to two to the hapless Colorado Rockies, so hoping this podcast can bring up my spirits a little bit. Yeah, I was in uh, St. Louis this weekend and uh, went to a couple of the Braves-Cardinals games, uh, which was a good series. Uh, Braves won 11-4 yeah. the first night and then uh, lost the next two. What I was really hoping to see was a couple of Pujols homers because I am a huge Albert oh, Pujols yeah. fan, always have been. Oh, who isn't, man? It was uh, the third time I've seen him this year. I went up to Cincinnati for a weekend. No homers, though. But um, That's a you know, shame. He, to, he's found a little bit of a, of a course of youth, maybe? Night. Did yeah. he? Okay. Of course he hit one last night on Monday. What uh, a shame. So, what a freaking shame. You know, shame. What, what can you do? But, uh, you know, I was happy to get get to see him a couple last times, and um, hopefully he can get to 700 or at least past Aroid for, uh, what is it, fourth fourth all-time? Six yeah, times? I believe so. I want to see him get to 700 in the worst way. I'm hoping we can oh, get there yeah. somehow. Sure. Yeah, if they're if they're going to let just... anyone juice right now, just literally inject as many steroids as you can into that man. Yeah. Or just throw him like just softballs that he can just torch out of the stadium. You know. Please. Either way. Let's do it the healthy way. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's jump into ODU. We've been talking for a while. We've just come to you back to back. So we want to get this preview done, uh, nice and uh, nice and clean. But Friday Night Lights, um, which I'm kind of okay with. I, I don't like it initially, but I'm just so ready for football at this point. I'm just ready to go, right? And yeah. I've got things to do on Saturdays now, so it doesn't interfere with like an 11 a.m. baseball game that I have to coach, you know? So. Um, he kicks off his career. Brent Pry does against. Ricky Ronnie and they were both coaches at Penn State for six years. Right. So these guys know each other well. Uh, they're good friends. Wives are good friends. So it's an interesting uh, kind of first game against an in-state opponent. I'm not going to call it a rival. Okay. No way. For ODU, really since they beat Virginia Tech in 2018. They've done nothing but kind of spiral out of control, at least until the second half of last season. And so if you look at 18, I don't remember what their record was, but they weren't a good football team. In 2019, they go 1-11. and In 2020, they didn't play. That was Ricky Ronnie's first year as head coach there. 2020 was the COVID year. And then last year, his real like first season coaching team on the field – they started one and six, but they rebounded and they made a bowl. They went to the Myrtle Beach Bowl. They ended up losing to Tulsa, finished six and seven. And, you know, they do have a good amount of guys returning from last year's program. Hayden Wolf is their quarterback. He threw for about 193 yards per game. He started seven games, including the five straight wins 
that they reeled off to get to bowl eligibility. At running back, they have kind of a bell cow in Black Watson who rushed for over 1,100 yards, eight touchdowns. He had 215 carries, which was an ODU record, and he was also a Conference USA honorable mention. Their tight end, Zach Kuntz, first-team Conference USA, uh, former Penn State guy, led the team in catches and yards, considered a tight uh, or a top tight end prospect in uh, the upcoming NFL draft. Um, defensively, a little bit more of a mixed bag. Uh, some guys with experience, especially back in the secondary. Um, but it's an interesting squad that um, that ODU has coming into this first game against our favorite term of the evening, the relative unknown Virginia Tech Hokies. Yeah, you know, there's not a lot known about ODU, too, to the, the large portion of the Virginia Tech fan base. And they have some talented players. Um, you know, the thing is they're always going to have athletes. I think Ricky Ronnie's a good head coach. Uh, you know, it's just always tricky when the big flagship school in the state, for whatever reason, you don't see this a lot because most flagship schools are not taking away trips to old dominion or Liberty, but what you're creating there. And I know I've seen it enough, you know, in my growing up as an NC state fan going into ECU and seeing some really bad ECU teams beat some pretty good NC state teams. I hate these games. They are trap games. And when you go into somebody's, you know, uh, home, it becomes their super bowl. And it's compounded when you have the first game with a new head coach, with a, obviously a new uh, coaching staff, you, you can't really work out the kinks when you run into a buzzsaw. Um, and we saw that happen already in, in what was it, 18? I, I try to purge that game from my memory. Yeah, it was um, 18. Uh, it, it's not just a buzzsaw either. It's, it's a coaching staff that knows you. Right, like, right. They, they know the what you like. Old Dominion is basically all Penn State. Right. You know, if you look at the tight end coach, their tight ends coach is Justin Harper, former Virginia Tech wide receiver Justin Harper. Yep. The tight end coach last year there was Fontail Mines. Otherwise, everybody else was <laughs> from Penn State or has a Penn State background to them. Yeah. So it's it's pretty insane, and I think that's what kind of makes me most uneasy about this. I mean, this is a BFD. Yeah, it coach. is. I mean, you've got Virginia Tech coming into your house. The last time they did that, we know what happened. Mm-hmm. This is a statement game for him. He wants to beat his his buddy Brent Pry, especially in his first game as head coach. And then Brent Pry's the same way. So there's to me, there's a lot more pressure on Brent Pry than there is on Ricky Ronnie in this scenario. And it's uh, you know, on paper, it's like oh, Virginia Tech's on the road at Old Dominion. But you start looking into it, you're like oh man, like this probably isn't the best first game that you could have when the entire coaching staff you're going up against, you would go up against and practice for the last six years. That's right. So it's, um, it's a pretty interesting dynamic there. Uh, obviously there's been some years removed and personnel changes and, you know, talent gaps and things like that, that we're dealing with. That's going to be a little bit different from their days at Penn state, but definitely uh, the biggest thing for me to consider when trying to figure out how this game is going to go. Um, <clears throat> some things to note. ODU fired their offensive coordinator a couple weeks ago. Yes. 
not going to get into the reasons. I don't know if there was an official reason that came out. I think it was more just rumor mill. Yeah. But either way, he's gone. So they promoted their offensive line coach to OC. Not sure what kind of effect that's going to have on the Monarchs, but something worth watching. Um, if you look back to ODU's five-game win streak last season, they averaged 36 points per game in those games. Um, a couple of players that really stood out, Ali Jennings. He had 15 catches in the first five games. In the last seven games, he had 46 catches for 855 yards. So the Jeez. offense really kind of exploded. And I, I think, too, what ODU wants to do on offense is probably what Brent Pry wants his offense to do. And that's going to be run the ball the mm-hmm. majority of the time. And ODU, if you look at them, they're fairly balanced. It's almost an 80 they're uh, not quite not quite that, but 420 pass attempts to 494 rushing attempts. So they're they're running the ball definitely more than they're passing the ball. I went back and looked at it to see if I could see some kind of trend in that five game stretch that they had last season. It was it was just a pretty balanced approach, or it may have depended on the matchup. They're not a, they're not a super efficient offense when it comes to the pass game. So. I think what Virginia Tech can do to really disrupt them is they've got a strong secondary. If they can blitz, which Brent Pry loves to do, rattle them and then stop that that rushing attack. That's going to really be on the linebackers. I think with any Brent Pry defense, you see linebackers is really responsible for the run game. I think that'll be the key to really shutting Old Dominion down in this one. So, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. Um, one other thing I'll note before. I bring up the what to watch for in the last 10 years, Virginia tech is eight and 22 against the spread as a road favorite. And I think the spread is eight and a half points. So just just throwing that out there. Not that the last 10 years to do with Friday, but interesting nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. Controlling the run game going to be uber important here, especially when you consider the strength of the defenses in the secondary. Um, getting Wolf to pass into that secondary would be key. How you do that is you make sure you limit the ground yardage, make sure you get a lead and you can have them play into your strengths a little bit. So obviously when you talk about a guy like Dax Hollifield, going to be really important for him, that defensive line going to be uber important. The the offensive and defensive line matchups on both sides of the ball are going to be really key and really critical here uh, to keep Old Dominion from doing what it wants to do. And I think that's going to be key is, is making them uncomfortable uh, you know, it's just such a wild card game when you when you touched on that bit where it all of the pressure is on Virginia Tech in this game. Yeah, you, Brent, no Pry, Brent Pry would have pressure regardless because it's his first game. I don't care yeah. if that was in Lane Stadium, where it was. However, given the circumstances, the uh, pressure is ratcheted up when you talk about going in to a place that Virginia Tech is expected to win. Where we are going into a hostile environment. I mean, it's going to be It'll probably be more. It's going to be there. more hokey fans, I imagine. That's why I use air quotes there. But you're on the road. Um, you know, it, it's not going to be the same welcome you would get in Lane Stadium. Uh, so I'm interested to see how we handle that pressure because we're going to get it pretty early on in the season here. And you know, if you're Old Dominion, there's no pressure to perform here. Um, you know, a loss does nothing to hurt you. Uh, you know, you're not out to make a statement that this really is a Super Bowl for a team like ODU. Um, they'd love nothing more than to get the win. 
and there's no pressure on them for a loss here. And the same is not true for Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is expected to win, but a little a loss in this case, um, not a great start. No, it's not. And you know, to your point about the Super Bowl, the cheapest ticket right now in the secondhand market is a hundred bucks, which is uh, pretty pricey. Wow, that is Old extremely Dominion. pricey. Um, so. You know, you can see that there's demand for this game. I think, um, you know, with all the momentum prize built up in the offseason, like this would be a hit to that momentum. Agreed. <laughs> no matter like how, you know, optimistically you want to look at it, like you got you got to win this game no matter what. Right. And, and important, too, with the recruiting inroads we are working to rebuild, one of the specific areas that we're focusing on is a 757, rightfully so. Um you want to be able to sell to recruits, hey, we're clearly the flagship program in the state. Um, you know, we are on the right path. And, you know, there's a lot of pressure to make sure you get this win for that very reason. There's going to be a lot of recruits' eyes on this game. And if Virginia Tech doesn't win, you can believe that's going to be used negatively on the trail. And all those things continue to add pressure for Virginia Tech in this uh, in this case and, and Brent Pry. And I expect Brent Pry to be able to handle it. It's just, it's one of those things where the pressure's all tilting towards one side and that doesn't always work out uh, for the best outcomes. So some things I'm watching for the battle up front, you know, I think old dominion, they've lost uh, quite a bit of talent on their defensive line. They're fairly undersized. So I think it's a good first test for our offensive line to go in, kind of get their bearings and uh, what I would say is an inferior unit. So I, I want to see the offensive line dominate in this one. The other thing I'm looking at is the deep ball. So three-fifths of ODU secondary has been replaced from last year. Wells was one of the best passers in the country on throws of 20 yards or more down the field. So I think we're going to see the Hokies go deep a number of times this this game. Um, to who, we'll find out who, but... I think we're going to see a lot more shots down the field um, and really trying to expose that secondary. Hopefully, uh, with that undersized defensive line, Wells has some time to throw it as well. And then the other thing is just offensive identity. What are we going to try to do? Hopefully, it's one of those games where you can kind of control it from stop to finish and you don't have to give up too much. But Virginia Tech is going to have to come in and do what they have to to win. So we don't know what we're going to see from a pulling out all the stops on an offensive standpoint. Again, there was only four guys from last year's offense that are back as starters. Old Dominion returns 10. So you look at that experience on both sides of the offense, I'd say you probably give the upper hand just as a a gelling unit for ODU, especially a team that won five games in a row to get to a bowl last year. And Um, a a unit that was successful. I mean, a good unit, relatively speaking. Yeah, no doubt. So, you know, those those are the the big three for me to watch. Um, I don't know if you've got anything to add there. No, I mean, I I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, The line is going to be so important. Uh, Secondary is going to be huge for us. But to me, it's all about stopping the run game. I mean, that's where it seems like ODU really sets the tone. And, you know, it's one of those things where, if you're starting to kind of have some difficulty to get going on offense, the ground game can really wear a defense down. And if we're not clicking on offense, 
and we can't get all you know get our defense off the field against a good running football team like ODU, you could run into some issues. So I'm I'm really hoping to see us limiting, especially on a yards per carry basis, what ODU is able to accomplish. I think we have the people to do it. More of my concern is how quickly do we get off and running on the offensive side of the football, right? Yeah. You've got an inexperienced offensive coordinator. You've got everyone on that side of the football in the first game in a new scheme. Um, and you're doing it on the road. All those things, look, make it slightly difficult. So that's going to tail the tail of the tape for me. We've got to be able to extend some drives. We've got to be able to get some first downs just so we can keep that defense fresh against that ODU run game. Yeah. No doubt. And as far as predictions, what do you what do you got? How you um, I'm feeling outside of the little nagging 2018 Vietnam era flashbacks that I've got going on through my back of my head right now. I do feel pretty good about this game. Um, I feel pretty good about the offense, even though it's unproven. So it's kind of hard to make a prediction. But I do like, in theory, what we have at quarterback. Um, I think we can really test the, the ODU secondary. Um, and, and I do like our front seven on defense. So I, I, while I do respect the ODU run game and I think they are going to cause some problems for us, I do like what we have to counter with there. I'm thinking like a 34, 21. I don't think we're going to completely blank them on defense, but I think Pry um, will be able to show some of his expertise pretty early here. And where do I feel the best going into the first game is obviously on the defensive side of the football with a guy like Brent Pry. So um, 34-21, I don't think we're going to completely dominate them on defense, but I do think we'll do enough to keep that run game in check. Yeah, I think it's helpful that our offense is going up against a fairly inexperienced defense, and their experienced yes. offense is going up a fairly experienced defense, albeit a new system, but a system that they they should be fairly familiar with at this point and had shades of what they were doing in the past. So I think from that standpoint, that makes me feel good. You know, my hesitation, again, is just the familiarity with the two coaching staffs and yes. knowing each other's tendencies and things like that to really kind of see how that plays out. Um, curious to see what Brent Pry looks like on the sideline. Um, oh, yeah. You know, how how animated he gets and, um, <laughs> you know, what what that dynamic will look like. Um, but I'm expecting a very aggressive approach from the defensive side. Um, I think it's a great first test for the linebackers as well in a, in a against a team that has a pretty good rushing attack. It's not the best rushing attack they'll f- face all season, but it's a pretty solid one. Um, and that's really going to be the key to shutting them down, you know, is, is stopping yeah. the run. If they can stop the run, uh, get pressure on the quarterback, I mean, it's going to be a long day. But I do think this game, my, my gut instinct, I, I would love to see Virginia Tech blow them out. I'm definitely not going to bank on that happening at this point yeah. just with all of the different variables in this matchup but um i think they do cover so i'm going to say virginia tech 24 odu 13 is a score that i feel kind of comfortable with nothing to get you too excited but you know a win is a win and uh, it'd be a great start to the to the brent pry era now do i hope we see fireworks non-stop oh, yeah. for four quarters yeah i do yeah look i mean they're in, in there i want to, see it. to enter the game Yep, <laughs> me too. That would be the biggest blessing of all. But look, calling this game for predictions is is a crapshoot because we could see that. I mean, given the guy we've got at quarterback, in theory, you could see some the, – the, the ODU defense does not strike fear into our hearts um, the way it currently stands. I think, you know, it's just such a wild card. It, it's such a hard 
side of the ball to predict for the Hokies. You just don't know what to expect quite yet. Even going up against what should be an outman defense, we just don't know. It'll be a lot easier to predict the next game after this weekend. Maybe. It's a pretty solid BC team, so we'll we'll see. But that's um that's our show for today. Nice and quick preview episode after a longer uh, season preview. Tim, any uh, any final words before we sign off? Man, I'm so ready. I've been waiting to see Brent Pry on the sideline for what feels like three years at this point. The guy has knocked the absolute cover off the ball with the non-football slash preseason stuff. Um, he's saying all the right things. He's pegging freshmen you know, in the face with snowballs. He's making all the right hires, at least in my mind. He's doing a real good job there. More importantly, he brought the lunch pail back. I mean, the guy is making every single correct decision in the lead up. You can Engaging see Engaging the oh, player alumni base. Yeah. To a degree that Talking really had high fallen school coaches off. In the state. We're getting highlights from practice now? Like, I mean, what the hell is this? Yeah. You know, we're he getting live shots practice. of practice. You're right. Yeah. He's done everything correct. I and all that has done is made me wish that I could see this guy on the sideline. We're finally gonna get to see Virginia Tech football in a new era. And I could not be more excited than I am right now. I am pumped. Pumped. As frustrated with I am about going to ODU in general, that's not going to take the shine off this for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm over it at this point. Like, that's something I, I get upset about when I see it for the first time. Now it's like football's here. I'm like ready oh, to yeah. go. I don't yeah, line them up. Playing. I mean, do I want to see it ever again? No. No. But we're here now, so it it uh, it is what it is. But – uh. Yeah, again, thanks for listening. Chowder and Grits, chowderandgrits.com, Chowder and Grits on Twitter, Chowder and Grits on Facebook, IG, wherever you want to go. Be sure to uh, be a friend, tell a friend, rate us five stars. If not, maybe just shoot us a little note, tell us what you don't like. And I mean, if you don't like us, you don't have to listen. You know, we're not yeah. we're not telling you to listen. So it's, it's up to you. Do what you do, you will do us. But we, we hope you That's enjoyed right. the show. And uh, that's it for this week. We'll be back with a standard episode next week, right? Yeah, is I'd that say the plan? standard. Whatever, whatever our standard is. Okay. Do we have uh, a standard? Let's I don't think standard. so. It's a new year. It's new, new coaching staff, new standard. Boom. Okay. Well, you, you're going to have to set up some sort of, uh, I don't know. You're going to have to segment the next show. Let's get some good fun topics in there. Yeah. We've got to set a new standard. We've got to raise the bar now that the football program is seemingly ready to raise the bar. Um, yeah, no doubt. So I'm in for whatever you decide. You just let me know. And for the rest of you out there, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, and as Justin said, uh, go Hokies, beat ODU. Um, and, you know, enjoy it. It's been far too damn long since we've seen Hokie football. See you guys later.